The Rhubarb Radio Business Review with wakefieldfirst.com. So it's Dave Adams here on the Business Review, sponsored by Wakefield First. And tonight I am joined by the CEO of the Yorkshire Society, Phil Bell. Welcome to Rhubarb, Phil. Thank you, Dave. Now, we want to know more about the Yorkshire Society because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that go, the Yorkshire Society, what's that all about? So let's start with what is the Yorkshire Society? Yeah, probably one of um, Yorkshire's best-kept secrets, I'd say. <laughs> not, not until now. Uh, until, until, until now. Until now. Um, it's a membership organisation that goes back to 1980. I've been involved with it for about four years, and it's gone through something of a transition recently. Um, as I say, membership organisation for individuals and businesses, fundamentally anybody who loves Yorkshire. So one of the words that you use in your website, and I love this word, Yorkshireness, and mm. that's what it's about. It's celebrating Yorkshireness. Mm. Uh, fundamentally, like I say, the, the society is for people who love Yorkshire. So what you get is a sense of Yorkshireness, as you just mentioned, mm. perhaps more than, than, than being a member of any, anything else. What is Yorkshireness? Mm. It's that character that we all have burning inside us that makes it a little bit different from everybody else. So the origins of the society, as, as we know it now, go back to 1980. Margaret Thatcher had just come to power. And funnily enough, at the West Yorkshire County Council headquarters here in just around the corner just here, around yeah, the on Wood Street, which was being run at the time by a guy I think from uh, memory it was Dave Daniels. This is all anecdotal; none of this has been written down, recorded. Right. Unfortunately, uh, Dave Daniels feared that Yorkshire might disappear when he heard that Margaret Thatcher was planning to get rid of county councils. Right. Have lots of unitary councils around the county. So the saying goes: he said that only Yorkshire County cricket and the Great Yorkshire Show might keep the name of Yorkshire alive. Right. Right. We must do something about this. So mm. he and a bunch of the great and the good at the time started the Yorkshire Society. Right. And its intention was to make sure that Yorkshire did not disappear. That mm. culture and character that we all have, that uniqueness, was going to survive yes. any changes to government setup. And so the Yorkshire Society was started, great and the good, with the intention of doing good things and making sure that Yorkshire, Yorkshire stayed alive. Now, you bring that up to date now. And it's a case of what is it that makes Yorkshire Yorkshire. And it's, it's still, as far as we're concerned, those cultural differences, mm-hmm. that heritage that we've got that we all share. The problem that we've got in Yorkshire, and it's, it's, it echoes a little bit the issue back in Margaret Thatcher's day, is that Yorkshire is so big. Mm. So it's always been split into, into parts. So even when you go back to the ridings, we had North, course, South, yeah. East, right. Yeah, now, yeah. now we've got North Yorkshire, South Yorkshire, mm. East Yorkshire, West Yorkshire. Mm. So the society is the one organisation that wants to hold all that together under one name that we all share and love, which is Yorkshire. Yes. That has no power or authority behind it. There's no, there's no Yorkshire council. There's no Yorkshire mm. mayor. Mm. It's all broken into bits, yeah. which means that Yorkshire, in a sense, misses out to some degree. Yeah. The society wants to make sure that Yorkshire doesn't miss out and does things in its own name for the benefit of absolutely everybody, wherever they are in the four counties. Yeah. So we talked about the great and the good that are members. We talked about people that are members. Is it businesses? Is it individuals? Who actually joins the Yorkshire Society? It's, it's both. It's individuals and right. businesses. It was the great and the good uh, originally. We still have some of the great and the good. I right. think the difference between now and 1980 is that it's open doors and anybody and everybody joins. Yes. So that's businesses large and small or it's individuals from every walk of life. Right. OK. So being a member of the Yorkshire Society, what does that entitle you to? Pay your money, you become a member. What do they get? In the main, it's connections, I suppose. The two objectives of the society is, A, to bring the people of Yorkshire together, whether that's for business or pleasure, Mm. or to promote Yorkshire. 
The Society fundamentally organises events and activities on behalf of the whole of Yorkshire. So as a member, you get invitations to those events. You also get preferential rates for those events. Some of them are open to the wider public who will maybe pay a little bit more or not be invited to certain events that are exclusively for members. Mm. If you're business, those events are um, oriented towards business contacts. If you're an individual, they're organised towards more social social activities. Okay. Phil, let's talk about members and the supporters and the friends of the York Society. I know it's grown and grown and grown. What sort of numbers are we talking about? Altogether, we're talking about 8,000, which is made up a mixture of individual members, corporate members, friends who made donations, and also supporters who just want to be involved in other ways, either affiliated or volunteering. Okay. Now, in terms of the different events that you do, and looking at your website, Phil, there are some amazing events, and we want to find out more about those. And uh, we're going to do that next. The Rhubarb Radio Business Review with wakefieldfirst.com. So it's Dave Adams here on a very special business review this Thursday evening here at Rhubarb Radio with Phil Bell, who's the CEO of the Yorkshire Society. So we now know the Yorkshire Society. It is a very special organisation that celebrates Yorkshireness as a culture with so many things happening, so many developments, Phil. And we now want to talk about those developments and more about the actual events that take place because i think a big part of the society is the events across the year so let's talk about those and give us a flavor yeah okay we have um five main events that kind of underpin the the calendar of events across a year there's lots of smaller social events that happen here and there around the county but the main events that uh, that we're known for or want to become known for are the yorkshire awards that's, um, I would say, Yorkshire's most prestigious awards. It's awards given to those that basically have made the county proud. Right. Yorkshire Heritage Summit. This is something that happens in May. Last year, for the first time, we held a summit where we invited all the organisations we know are, are scattered all over Yorkshire, interested or concerned with any aspect of Yorkshire's heritage, whether that's the built environment, the countryside, the dialogue or the dialect, mm. and asked them to uh, attend a conference so we could all talk about what, what common issues and common aims we have. It was very successful, and I think what we discovered was that there are an awful lot of those kind of organisations across Yorkshire, and they all need help. So we decided to make that an annual event. We've just had the second one this year. It's twice the size of last year's and was very, very, very successful. Then we've got projects that we call Big Yorkshire Day Out. This is probably going to happen in 2024 because of the timing issues, but it's basically a summer event that we want to be a, a day just like the Heritage Summit is for heritage organisations, the Big Yorkshire Day Out will be a, an event we'll organise for organisations concerned with the people of Yorkshire. Mm. There are two things that underpin Yorkshire and Yorkshire, as we've mentioned. One is the actual physical environment. It's a stunning place. It's got all those special it features. Sure is. Yes. The other aspect is the people. Mm. They're a very particular kind of people. Mm. So these are the two things that the society tries to appeal to and protect and promote. So the Big Yorkshire Day Out will basically an event we'll organise for all those organisations concerned with helping Yorkshire's people, whether it's the elderly, the disadvantaged, ex-service people, could be anybody. Right. We'll put everything on. They come on, have a day of respite and have a great day out. And it's the big Yorkshire day out. Then we've got Yorkshire Day Civic Celebration. This is something we've been doing for nearly 30 years. I think it's fairly unique. I'm not aware of it, anything mm. like it being done anywhere around the world. Yorkshire has an awful lot of towns and cities, each with mayors and civic leaders. Once a year on Yorkshire Day, 1st of August, we bring them all together and have a very pomp and circumstance event uh, hosted by a particular council where everybody puts their robes on their chains and the Yorkshire Society members are the only members of the public that can come along and enjoy that event. 
Right. Uh, now that is growing and developing. This year it's in Rotherham, not just a civic event, but a social event for the community as well. So there'll be mm-hmm. an awful lot going on in the streets around the actual civic event. Sure. But it's a real kind of spectacle. Mm. Um, and we're responsible for that. The other big aspiration we've got for 2024 is the Yorkshire Expo. This comes back to that earlier comment I made about Yorkshire not really making the most of its size and scale because it divided into pieces. When you think about Yorkshire, it's very much a nation within a nation. We've got five million people. Mm. We have, as I recall from my last research, pre-pandemic, there were nearly 400,000 enterprises in Yorkshire. Right. It's a huge, it's a big economy, mm. about 140. Size of, size of a country. It is a country. It's bigger than most, it's bigger than a lot, a lot of countries. European countries, it I is, know. It yeah. is, it's bigger than a lot of countries. Mm. Uh, but it never kind of gets a chance to put all that muscle mm. to good use. Mm. So what we want to organise is an expo that basically allows the whole of Yorkshire to showcase its capabilities. Right. Not just pieces of it or yeah. parts of it at any yeah. one time. Now, that's a massive undertaking that we need an awful lot of help with. Uh, Hence, it's been slated for 2024 Q3, and um, hopefully it will be something worthy of the size and scale that Yorkshire is. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, you know, as a Yorkshireman, you're a Yorkshireman, we're very proud of the county, very proud, particularly as Yorkshire Day has grown. I mean, we celebrate it here at Rhubarb. You know, we really do, and I know a lot of people now are celebrating Yorkshire Day. We've got the Yorkshire flag. And when you see the Yorkshire flag, I think you're proud of that. So you can see how Yorkshire is coming together, how it, it wants to develop this image across not only in the UK, but the world. And it sounds like the Yorkshire Society is there to really bring it all together, to make it happen, bring it as one and celebrate it, which is what the society is all about. So how do you see it growing in terms of numbers of members now? How are you going out and actually bringing those new members in? First and foremost, it's awareness. I mean, like right. I said, Yorkshire, Yorkshire Society is one of Yorkshire's best kept secrets. Yes. And we don't want it to be. Yes. It's there for absolutely everybody. There are five million people or five plus million people in Yorkshire, 400,000 enterprises that I mentioned. Yeah. We should have thousands and thousands and thousands of people connected or involved with the society. Yeah. Um, because there's something for everybody to get involved in if they want to. Mm. There's no agenda. We're not trying to sell anything to anybody. We're just trying to bring everybody together and then make the most of that size and scale where we can. About two years ago, we did some interesting research with University of Hull all about Yorkshire's image and identity mm. and what people thought about Yorkshire's image and what they, what prompted ideas of Yorkshire mm. and the Yorkshire flag which is a relatively new thing it was only created mm. I think in the late 80s just like Yorkshire Day was only a late 80s yeah. thing was far and away the most uh, recognisable symbol of Yorkshire now. Right, um, okay. And there was a list of things going then down to the poor old Yorkshire Terrier, which was almost non-existent in terms of people having some recall or some representation of Yorkshire through yeah. an image of the Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is a key thing, this kind of image of Yorkshire with being whippets and whippets, flat, caps, flat caps and all this sort of stuff, yeah, or of sheep on a hill, is something yeah. not to be thrown away. It's the bedrock of what makes Yorkshire Yorkshire. Mm. But it's a foundation stone on which you've got to build for the future, yeah. which is what we're interested in doing. What do we want Yorkshire to be, to be perceived as going forwards and into the future? That's got to be something more dynamic, more modern, more yeah. temporary. Yeah. We want people around the world, hence the expert, we want people around the world to know what kind of interesting things mm. are going on here. The digital work, the media work, the creative services, the biosciences. Mm. There's an awful lot going on that's very, very exciting, very interesting, mm. really forward thinking, that has no correlation or relation to whippets or sheep on hills or coal mines anymore absolutely I mean Uh, you you mentioned earlier Phil about our towns and cities some fantastic towns and cities right across Yorkshire who are doing wonderful things you know there's so much happening so much the, the vibrancy our universities for example are doing so well 
here in the Wakefield district, the developments that are taking place here. And so there's, there's definitely a pride now, I think, in Yorkshire that maybe 20, 30 years ago there wasn't because it was whippets and flat caps and, and anybody from outside the area, I've got family in London and when they come up, well, when they venture north of Watford, they, oh dear, mm-hmm. where's the coal mines? You know, yes. where, where are the flat caps or whatever? And I think some people still have that image, but uh, it's very much changing and the Yorkshire Society are there to really help that, help that change. Do you know what? I think a lot of people listening tonight, Phil, will want to know more details of how they can get involved, become a member, and find out more about all these wonderful events you're doing over the next 12 months or so. And we're going to do that next. The Rhubarb Radio Business Review with wakefieldfirst.com. It's Dave Adams here on the Business Review here at Rhubarb Radio, sponsored by Wakefield First with Phil Bell, who's the CEO of the Yorkshire Society. You may never have heard of it, or you might have heard of it and thought, hmm, it's a gentleman's club. We're hearing tonight it's not. It's very much about taking Yorkshire forward, not just for business, but for individuals as well. And now we're going to talk about some of the famous Yorkshire people that actually are members of the Yorkshire Society, Phil. So tell us more. We have an envious list of vice presidents and members. These are people who basically given their name and decided we want to be connected to the society and are happy to be seen to be connected to the society, and we're very lucky. So the likes of Jeff Boycott, who wouldn't have Jeff Boycott as an icon of Yorkshire. Sir Michael Parkinson, who we gave an award to last year, lovely fella. Um, Recent ones, Dr Amir Khan, who you often see on Good Morning Britain, uh, giving giving advice. Baroness Saeed Avasi, who's now Vice President. And we have uh, Harry Gration, sadly, who we lost oh, last year. Mm. Harry was selective about what he got involved in, and he chose the Yorkshire Society for good reasons. Right. You know, okay. he, he wouldn't be involved in anything that yeah, he yeah. didn't want to be involved in or didn't right. think was doing the right kind of thing for Yorkshire. Right. So it was a real vote of confidence when you get somebody like that to Absolutely. step up and actually get involved. Yeah. Very much uh, an icon of, of Yorkshire, without yeah. a doubt, and, and sadly missed. It's about four years ago since I got involved with it, first got involved with the society, and one of the first things that I did was look around for a new chairman. Right. Um, and I was aware of Sir Rodney Walker through work with the Yorkshire Awards, which is an awards that he started, mm-hmm. and asked him if he wouldn't mind stepping into the role. And he said, yes, he would. So we were very lucky to get him on board quite early on, four years ago. Since then, he's been a brilliant ambassador and helper of the society, and we couldn't uh, couldn't get a better guy. And he's from Wakefield. And he's a wakey lad. Some great names there. Wouldn't you want to be part of a society that had those wonderful people, all Yorkshire people, who have given their vote of confidence to be part of the Yorkshire Society? Well, you're going to be able to do that very shortly, but let's just talk about the big one that we know here at Rhubarb, and so many people do now celebrate. This is growing every year. That's Yorkshire Day. What's planned this year for Yorkshire Day? First of August, what's planned? What the Yorkshire Society does every year is organise effectively the centrepiece of all the celebrations going on across the region. Each year we nominate a city or town council to host an event at which all the mayors and civic leaders from across Yorkshire are brought together, put on their robes, put on their chains and basically celebrate Yorkshireness with a lot of pomp and circumstance. Right. <clears throat> this year it's in Rotherham, so the council down there are organising it for, for us. Uh, the event follows a strict but um, simple format. Everybody gathers in the morning, has a breakfast, all the mayors put on their robes, everybody gets buttonholes roses. We meet and greet everybody, network around. Then there's a parade to the streets, goes from wherever we've gathered up to the local, usually Minster, in Rotherham it will be the Rotherham Minster. There's a Thanksgiving service. After the Thanksgiving service, we all go off to a civic lunch hosted by the host council, the host mayor. Mm. Um, Speeches, all that kind of thing, some music, some entertainment. 
uh, any other additional uh, add-ons that they want to give. For example, this year, this is all happening at uh, Wentworth Woodhouse, which is an amazing, amazing. stately home. Yes, and yes. we'll get tours from around the uh, stately home. Mm. And then it's off back yeah. home. Mm. But it really is kind of a, a unique spectacle. It's yeah. the only occasion when all these different mayors get brought together. And I'm told that uh, it's the largest gathering of such mayors in the world. I don't, I haven't been really? able to find okay. any other such, really such gathering. And it is mm. a sight to see when you see yeah. 50 yeah. mayors and all their attendants and maces and all the members of the York Society parading through the street from one point to another. Yeah, the good example of what you say, celebrating Yorkshireness, And that, that it culminates with Yorkshire Day and what you're doing. Sounds very very exciting and a very interesting what's going to be a spectacle without a shadow of a doubt so people who are listening and thinking mm, want to get involved want to find out more give us the contact details if you would phil well there's a very comprehensive website that's very easy to find it's just the yorkshiresociety.org full details about what we do why we do it and how to join or how to get involved in other ways is all there now i always end with a question when i have businesses on the business review give us the reasons why you believe either a business or an individual a yorkshire person should be a member of the yorkshire society fundamentally i think it's to show your yorkshire credentials right i think first and foremost that's what caught my eye about it here was an organization that wasn't trying to sell me anything it was just a means by which i could be more yorkshire than i already mm. already was which is yeah. not easy for businesses it needs to be more practical than that not so emotional and for that there are a whole list of benefits ranging from connections events activities promotions we'll do shout outs i mean a, an endless list of possibilities yes uh, on the basis that the society is here to help its members whatever they want yes. if we can do it we do it says it all phil thanks ever so much for coming on to the business review i will wish you all the best with all the events coming up i'm sure you're going to hear a lot more about them on rhubarb radio um you managed to get your flat cap on with your headphones and you whip it sat very quietly in the corner there so i'm really <laughs> get down <Robert. laughs> get down woof and uh, we'll look forward to coming back onto rhubarb because we want updates particularly yorkshire day which is coming up first of august but thanks again thank you the Rhubarb Radio Business Review with wakefieldfirst.com. Here to promote the Wakefield District as a vibrant, dynamic and competitive region with global aspirations. For more information, visit wakefieldfirst.com.